0: This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them
1: together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to Blurring the Lines podcast episode number 81 i'm your host adam bell and joining me as always is my co-host peter nicolaitis how you doing peter oh you're mute i'm doing great (laughs) (laughs) now you're not mute (laughs) i am also doing great (laughs) well peter (laughs) (laughs) live from (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anyway, anyway, so so also joining us today is our, our guest uh, co-host, T- Tim Richter, who's been on the show more than anybody else. Even Kevin Landers. I- Kevin Landers, yeah. You amuse <laughs> us more than Kevin Landers.
2: Welcome to the show, Tim. I don't know what I should say to that. <laughs>
0: uh, just... Take it as a compliment and move on. Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: It, it, it was meant to be a compliment, whether it's backhanded or not.
2: There you go. There you go. T- t- Kevin has a 10-month-old that he could bring on, so I, I don't know what I have to compare. Did I know that? I don't think I knew that.
1: Yeah. He, he, well, sorry. I'm sorry that you don't know that, but he does have a son, Caleb, and uh, I, I'm— I'm not sure that they didn't adopt. I mean because he's he's such a good-looking kid.
0: Mhm. That's a that's a <laughs> yeah. dead, dead dead giveaway right Dead there. giveaway.
2: <laughs> either that or did you did you, have you checked the postman? Yeah. I don't
1: know how good looking the postman is. I mean.
2: <laughs> Check him for what?
1: Rabies? <laughs> yeah. Tax evasion? Windows updates? Windows updates. There you go. Check to see if he'd been patched. So so today, uh, October 4th, is my 21st wedding anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. And I'm spending it with you guys. I mean. <laughs> it's a uh-huh. weird, it's a weird anniversary. Let me tell you. I
2: mean, that's that's love, <laughs> yeah. I, it's a love of us, or uh, you know.
0: <laughs> well, I leave that I, as an exercise to the listener.
1: Yeah, I did. I did get her a nice card, and I got her a a nice bottle of wine, and you know. Too bad
2: and bad she's, she's enjoying it herself right now. <laughs> yeah, she's enjoying it
1: herself. He's like, Well, oh, so <laughs> no, I mean, that's the, the thing of being an adult and having kids, and you know, we can't afford a nanny and a butler and a chauffeur, so uh, you know, we've she's got to go out to West Tennessee for. The high school football game which is happening on a thursday night so
2: oh this is even worse she's she's left you on your anniversary she left me
1: on our anniversary yeah well she hasn't <laughs> left yet she'll leave around three <laughs> uh but but it is a good anniversary it's good to be that long so in two more years i will have been married longer than well 20 we got married at 23 so in two years i will have equaled the, the time of my life before her to the time with her that's a weird thought so isn't it more.
2: do you, yeah, do you, you remember, remember you've been with her longer you, than you were not Yeah. do you remember a time without her be careful if she's listening
1: <laughs> well I yeah I, I can remember a lot of things so, so yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and then he can go on and tell her how terrible it was, Tim. Yeah, yes,
1: yes, In such a void, vacant time of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh. So we got a lot to cover today, especially mm-hmm. with the third wheel. I mean, a third host. So we should get moving. <laughs> um, so, uh, in all seriousness, though, no, Tim, great, great to have you back. We we can, love can
2: I can I have control of this, or I can just mute him?
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll do it for you.
1: <laughs> so, um, real quick, what, what was your beer disclaimer there, Adam? So I, uh, you know, you know, I thought about it. it it's kind of like i don't feel like it should be said but i guess probably does need to be said that our listeners understand that we we do beer brewing and we do drink beer but we're not drunkards as much as we've talked about it on the <laughs> i mean we've but talked you, about but,
2: it and techniques do you like beer
1: i i don't like all beer uh i mean not all beer is good beer uh so but yeah i like beer but i don't
2: have you ever blacked out never due to
1: beer never okay. <laughs> not even as a uh, experimenting youth i mean that just uh, you, you you know how much control i like to have over my company tim could you imagine <laughs> my life
2: <laughs> you, you know you know i'm just I'm, I'm not sure how far down this road we really want to go
1: <laughs> but like I, said, I
0: think it's safe to say that i dislike most beers i'm pretty picky
2: i i have to say i dislike beer in general
1: Tim, you're you're a teetotaler, aren't you? You don't drink yes, anything.
2: Dear. Actually, actually, I am. I've been a teetotaler, uh, gosh, since about age nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. And wait, I'm, wait, and wait, I'm just how old fifty, you 50 again? now. I thought, I thought you I'm,
0: were I'm fifty one. Huh? <laughs> so you, how can you call yourself a toddler now? Then I don't I don't get it. I mean, that's, your, <laughs> that's that's like a two year old. <laughs> how to so weird your terminology i don't know so uh okay so we have disclaimed beer we have yes, disclaimed we drink responsibly and by that i mean don't drink budweiser or miller light <laughs> <Yeah>. or coors <laughs> oh brother so um yeah we had some feedback and uh this was pretty good so i wanted to cover this before we uh moved on to anything else okay so i got this uh via my uh, personal website and it's uh, it was from a uh shannon wright and he says, uh, I have been listening to your Blurring the Lines podcast and I really do enjoy listening. Keep up the great podcast. Since you are an information security professional, I wanted your advice. I've been in IT for over 20 years in various roles, technical support, technical lead, business analyst, system administrator, DevOps, etc." I'm now taking classes at wgu.edu for cybersecurity and information assurance. I've always been interested in security and has some knowledge, but not at the level I would need for a position in that. using that. In your opinion, is it a good area to get into at this time? I believe so with all the breaches that have happened in companies worldwide. I appreciate your feedback." And yeah, so I responded. I said, um, the security field is growing. Uh, As a friend in the business has said to me, we're one of the few industries with negative unemployment. (laughs) So if you've been in IT for a while, then you likely have a solid technical foundation. Uh, Learning the fundamentals of security should not take you very long. My advice is to shadow some current security pros and find out what specific niche you want to target. Uh, Audit, compliance, privacy, legal. Blue teaming, cloud security operations, red team pen testing, application security, encryption, there are many options. So, that's what I said, mm-hmm. and I would be curious, now you guys are both, you know, you're, you you both own your own uh, service provider businesses, um, you both include security and stuff, it's not your, your sole focus, but you've, you know, you've got a, a security bent, what do you think about my response and do you have anything to add, and more importantly, what do you think about his question?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I have actually kind of rebranded my company as a cybersecurity protection company, as well as a service company, because everything we do revolves around cybersecurity. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like being a uh, we're being compliant with HIPAA. It's like, well, we do everything as if it were HIPAA compliant anyway, other than minus the insanity. Uh, the the thing that I do like about uh, Shannon's particular is he has a 20-year background in IT. Uh, I see a lot of people right now, because I'm, I'm actively recruiting for a new employee, and I see a lot of people who are going straight out of school and then hopping straight into cybersecurity. And, and I don't... I don't really have any interest in them because I know they don't have the technical background. I know that if they see a job running on a router somewhere, will they have the expertise of writing a script to stop it? Or even be able to see it or find it. So I think Shannon's in a good position because he has that foundation. But I don't think it's a great idea for you know security people straight out of school to be hopping right in, uh, you know, in the fray of this upper level stuff, and you, you know just don't have basics. So
2: I kind of I kind of agree with you, Adam. But I want to take it uh, where where I say security is an add on. It, it, it's not the foundation. They have to get a foundation in IT and then security is an addition to that. There are very few jobs in my estimation that a person could walk into and just say, I'm security only. Uh, so he's in a good position to go and to get more information on it and to get some training on it. And I agree with you, Peter, that he has to decide on what avenue he wants to travel down but to the average listener who has little IT knowledge or little IT training two three years whatever I don't believe that it's an area to go into as your primary focus I think that it is a add-on to make you a well-rounded IT professional
0: I think that's good. When, when you first started saying that security was an add-on, I kind of bristled a little bit because. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, when you talk about a career, okay, I'm good with that. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't. You never want to wait until the project is done and then figure out how it's going to be secured. No,
1: unless you're a software developer.
0: or one of our clients right yes exactly but but yeah it says in terms of a career i think yeah it it makes sense to have a foundation in something then move on so security is it's kind of like the master's degree of careers
2: yeah get
0: get a solid foundation and then you move on
2: or like unfortunately what i see is i see places like itt or it whatever these these technical institute things that they say well focus on security focus on security and i i think that that's Wrong. I think that you need to focus on your foundation and then add security to it to top it off. You're right. To get a bat, you get your if you wish your bachelor's degree in uh, the the more well-rounded science of it, and then use security as kind of the master's equivalent. English where lit, you're specializing. right? Specializing. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. cool. All right. Well, there we um, go. Unless, unless you're Peter Nicolaitis, who uh, his whole job is security. <laughs> <laughs> plus,
1: <laughs> plus like 25 years of previous experience.
2: Exactly. <laughs> that, that, and that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Peter, I don't think you could have gotten your job without your foundation and security being added on the top of it. I, no. I think that they wouldn't have looked at you. They wouldn't no. have seen the, the well-rounded person and us. Uh, security expert that you are because you're first an expert in the technology in the computer area yeah you've got to
0: understand what it is that you're trying to secure before you can exactly. secure yeah. it yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, there, exactly there might be some some uh, again slight exceptions possibly if you were in the compliance slash legal uh, area, but given someone who's been in IT for 20 years, I, I wouldn't necessarily see him moving in that direction.
2: And if you're going to be in the compliance legal, again, your foundation is going to be your uh, legal degree. Exactly. Yep. So,
0: so cool. All right. Good, good question, Shannon. Thank you very much for the feedback. And we hope that helps keep us posted too i'm curious i see you know like where you go shoot me a connection on linkedin i would say look for me on facebook but yeah <laughs> i'm i'm making a concerted effort to <clears throat> get off that beast
2: <laughs> facebook. How, how, how many times have you done this peter okay so what in the last two days <laughs> so so here's why. So I
0: downloaded this tool and it is a, it's a Google Chrome extension called Social Book Post Manager. And it does a really decent job of, you can either choose to delete things, you can change privacy settings, you can hide or unhide things, you can unlike things. Uh, and by things, I mean posts in your Facebook feed. So my intention is, I mean, I would like to delete my Facebook account completely. But my intention is at least for a short time to leave my profile up and just like leave my last post there. So when people send me a friend request or they go to my website, you know, my, my Facebook page, they can find out where I've gone. Um, I do have some folks who probably don't know how else to reach me, which is kind of sad. <laughs> so I want to leave that up sort of like a forwarding address. Um, but uh, so I wrote up a post saying, okay, that's it, I'm quitting Facebook. And then I ran the social book uh, post manager and told it to delete everything, including my f- post that said I was deleting Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so so I left nothing, and then I published a blog post explaining you know outlining why I'm you know quitting my Facebook account, and I ran the social book post manager again, and I deleted that post, so <laughs> that's I'm like I'm deleting, and then I delete the post saying I'm deleting, and then I go back and then I delete it again, and then I come back. so I'm trying to avoid that right now.
1: You're the worst uh, boyfriend ever.
3: I'm uh,
0: sorry, no, we're on, no, we're on, no, we're on. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, and and I guess there were a couple of things where I I came down to, I explained, like, uh, this was, there have been a number of times over the last several years where I'm saying, like, you know, Facebook sucks, this, this is dumb, but it's been hard to give it up, and... The thing is that Mark Zuckerberg is such a bald face, lying, bleeping bleep. (laughs) I can't stand it anymore. I mean, you know, he like completely right to your face, like, oh no, we value your privacy. We don't use your data. Your data is yours. We're not going to, and then they turn around and do exactly what he said he's not gonna do. You know, he probably should have run for president because I think he would do a great job <laughs> playing. <laughs> so, so that was my my final straw. Uh, plus, uh, the uh, founders of Instagram a couple of weeks ago just left. And um, that was, you know, like, okay, not, not such a big deal for me. I didn't really care too much about that. Um, but uh, the founder of WhatsApp left several months ago. And um, he posted on Twitter, and he doesn't post on Twitter all that often, but he said, you know, the time has come, and and, uh, hashtag delete Facebook. What I did not know is that he then invested $50 million in Signal, in the Signal project, Signal.org, and... that is my preferred messaging platform for, you know, it's like, it's the one true secure system out there. And, uh, I wasn't aware of that. And when I found that out, I was like, okay, that's, that's good. That's, oh yeah. You that, sent me an invite last. for that. Yeah. So, so that was, that was the, I guess you could say that was the last straw in a series of last straws. And I was somewhat, surprised and dismayed and not at all surprised that you know some friends are like so wait wait, what's going on with facebook what why what's going on and you know they have absolutely no clue about the evil um i have a good friend who has some mental issues and this person is on facebook all the time posting about depression and how you know how, how they're feeling alone all the time And I'm like, yeah, and you know what? Your social media is not helping. It's, it's actually probably exasperating the problem. Exa- exa- exasperating. Exaggerating. Exa- amplifying. Jeez, I can't get my words right. I, all of those uh, were correct. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. So, um, so, so I just did some, you know, for... I, I threw up a quick blog post yesterday to explain why I was leaving. And I just did some very quick Google searches in literally one minute. Came up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Excellent articles to to justify my opinion. Um, I had links uh, to the WhatsApp founder quitting Facebook, the Instagram founders quitting Facebook. Um, the fact that we gave them our phone numbers to use for two-factor authentication. And that's probably one of the reasons that I'm getting so many robocalls now, because they've given those phone numbers out. Uh, details on how facebook is tracking you there's an experiment that this came out a couple of years ago that they were doing experiments on uh, how to control your emotions and uh, you know think think like, real psychological warfare here um when he testified in front of congress the subject uh, the headline of this article was zuckerberg is lying incompetent or inept hint he's lying And then I had a picture, a video of him from 2009, again, where he's just lying outright uh, about, you know, how they use your your data. Um, There was the ex-Facebook executive last year who came out and said how bad it was. And he apologized for, you know, like what they're doing with your data and your emotions and stuff. And then (laughs) the final one was, Facebook admits it poses mental health risk. But says using site more can help Uh (laughs) uh-huh Uh huh. yeah that's funny Philip Morris said the same thing about cigarettes I think
2: (laughs) okay I'm gonna take the other view that I need everyone to sign up for Facebook and click on ads lots of ads (laughs) lots of ads click click click. (laughs) Uh, their stock is down to 158 I'd like it to get back up to 200 so I could sell my stock uh, and get a significant profit off of it before I I leave that particular avenue Uh, and I, I think that Peter leaving their stock is just gonna plummet
0: (laughs) uh, you heard it here first so this counts as as as, uh, do I have to file this episode with the SEC <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know. Elon might be able to
0: take some notes from here. So, yeah, you so well, did
2: you did you get some private funding to do this? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or the funding promise of secured. private funding. Fun funding for me leaving Facebook
0: is secured. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I will be leave that off that. I will be secured. off Facebook by let's say four twenty today.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but you know, I don't. I just don't really get into Facebook all that much, and it's just not that big deal for me. I do realize, though, that if, if I stumble into Facebook, I have to force myself out. And I can't leave the tab open. I've got to close it. But I, I, I guess I just don't feel as strongly about, about it because I don't, I don't embrace Facebook. The only personal information that they do have about me is, is probably my cell phone and my email address. Uh (laughs) one second (laughs) how could they get (laughs) how could they get more if i don't put it in there
0: does tim know anything about you at all that facebook does not and could tim conceivably have put any information about you
2: in facebook no, because the last thing that i did in facebook i just looked other than my yeah. uh other than my marketing company adding posts which is what it does and the reason i have it is i added a pic- background picture um oh 17 I... 17 months ago i added a background picture and that was my last thing okay. that i did okay, okay but stop, i just stop, stop, i just stop. caught up
1: with you i just caught up with you peter yeah.
0: His. It's called shadow profiles. Okay. So, so, so Tim, you may not have been a good example. Okay. But there is, and I just posted, we'll put a link in the show notes, uh-huh. uh, about what shadow profiles are. And this was an article on the verge from April when, uh, Zuck testified in Congress, they collect information about you and they also collect information about what other people put, out about you -hmm. or you synchronize. I'm
2: I'm, going to go go out there and put right now that it is uh, Adam's anniversary. What number anniversary is it, Adam? (laughs) Yeah, 20. Well,
1: no. So if they synchronize their Facebook with their phone and synchronize their contacts, they've got all of my contact information that you've had. Multiply that times all of my contacts and they've got a very accurate, they know where I, they they at least know my They know my cell phone. They know all of my email addresses that I would have. Uh,
0: Family, occupation, all sorts of things. And this is all based not necessarily on information you gave them. Yeah. Right. And, And then you throw in things like advertising networks. And, you know, I mean, they're doing... Uh, probably not quite as but close to a good a job as Google at tracking you all around the internet
3: mm-hmm.
0: so again so they I'm, almost know
2: as much as Amazon does about you
0: exactly but there's a difference Amazon is actually giving you physical service you know products and yes, services exactly, exactly. Your, you're, you're, you are a customer of Amazon you are the product of Facebook <laughs> right
1: you are not the customer and that's the big difference right but now, doesn't everybody in the world have your information now so it's kind of a moot point i
0: can at least try to stop the damage and <laughs> yeah. i'm making a statement you know this is this, this, this is this, is, this is
2: trying to close the bid you're trying to what is it what's saying close the, saying? the close door, door after door. the horse is already, gone. Horse yeah. Is already gone yeah <laughs>
3: yes. yeah so Oh,
2: yeah. well.
0: I, and again that, that's that been one of the reasons that I haven't bothered for a long time I've said oh look Google already has all my information Apple has all my information Microsoft has my, for me, my information Amazon's got all my information what's one more um, Facebook takes things to a new level of scum you know they, they, they really I am convinced that the CEO is genuinely evil and I don't like it anymore mm-hmm. so and the other thing is I didn't sign off on this. This came to me during my meditation this morning and I should have, you know, I've got to update my blog post. It's been hard. As I said, I opened this up. I said, this. it hasn't been easy quitting Facebook, not just because I keep deleting my last post by accident, <laughs> but it's it's hard. It's hard to give up. Mm-hmm. And often doing the right thing means doing the hard thing. and that's where i'm settling on you know it is it is not easy to give up this crack addiction to social media and now to be clear i'm not giving it up altogether um i'm going to be using twitter right more and i will probably post tech related work related uh stuff on linkedin more you know twitter is twitter and linkedin is microsoft okay fine um but uh, I, I just don't uh, I don't like being lied to on a daily basis. And okay. Zuckerberg so, so
2: is everyone. Before you leave Facebook, click on at least ten ads. <laughs> then I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they've got to be your ads. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, Tim, why don't you
0: just 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 throw your links right to your ads right in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh so Because you know, because then I have to pay for it. The, the uh, they I was click on ask. other people's ads, I, then they you know click oh, on my okay. competitors' ads. Well, that was I was going to ask you like, why do you want people clicking on your? Well, ads? because because, <laughs> because because then Facebook makes money. If Facebook makes money, their stock goes up.
1: And Tim makes money.
2: Right, but it's coming out of my pocket. It's coming out of your pocket because they're going to be clicking on your ads. No, they're not. I, I, they're going to click on my competitor's ads. <laughs> okay. So I don't run Facebook like, ads. Like they're to a waste give of time. Do you like to give all the
0: names of all of your competitors so we can send everybody there now?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so this is a, uh, you know, a, a password tip, and I've mentioned it before. Uh, I don't ever put the real information like when they say mother's maiden name, favorite food, favorite, mm-hmm. you know, I pick yeah. three and I I put false information in every one of them and store it in my password manager because. Oh yeah, for for save yeah for for things like uh, password hints, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, but because if you now have, we all have anniversary date for Adam.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, but here's the thing. This is this reminds me like this was like back. I remember in the in the early 2000s and the late 90s, I would beg and plead for my mom never to give anyone my email address because she was constantly <laughs> signing me up for crap that I w- didn't want, right? Be like, oh, but it's a greeting card. It's so cute. I'll forward this to ten friends, and she would put my and then I'm getting spammed constantly. <laughs> yeah. right? It's the same thing on Facebook. If your aunt or your sister-in-law post something she's like oh yeah yeah i know i know adam bell tag and, him yeah and his yeah, and his him. mother is this person and his cousin is this one and he went to school here and here and of course facebook will say did you really do this and you'll say uh, uh no that's not accurate right <laughs> but, you know they've, they've got these ways to to collect yeah. all this information well,
2: they, they, they could data mine so much
0: yeah absolutely and yeah. that's the thing is like to the uneducated person i might start sound like i you need to be wearing a tinfoil hat <laughs> but but you know this is all like
2: hey, everyone should know he is wearing a tinfoil hat right <laughs>
0: yeah. now he, he's uh, yeah. got it brown yeah.
2: colored like hair but <laughs> it's it's tinfoil
0: man (laughs) of tinfoil so uh no i mean this stuff is really scary when you stop to think about it and that's the thing is most people just don't want to stop to think about it they're blissfully ignorant and there you go peter
1: i was blissfully ignorant until 20 minutes ago thanks
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was actually happy until twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Now right. I'm depressed. I'm going to update my Facebook status. Thank you. Perfect. That's going to be really that that'll be helpful. Trust me. It's going to be a camp
1: campaign of misinformation from here on out. It Totally is. So so Peter, before we leave our introductory period here, the
2: uh, <laughs> before we leave Facebook, before we leave Facebook, you yeah we haven't we haven't gotten to the meat of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, we got to the meat of it yet. You. You were taking lessons in Hindi. Yeah, I still am. And 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 I want to hear. You know, since we're computer geeks here, I need to hear "Hello World" in Hindi. <laughs> Namaste Dunya. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is what's uh, how's what's world numya
0: and, uh, there are a few different words for it, but I believe the expression, if you said, hello, world, is it's dun- dunia, dunia. Dunia. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but the world, there are many different, well, not many, but at least a few different words for world. Yeah. Um, but I think when you use it, as I understand it, if you use it in that context, I think it's like, you know, hello, world. Hi, everybody. You know, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, that's what I was, you know, because that's the first program you learn how to write in programming yes. is to write hello
2: world you hello know, world in every, every language. language is that how you start <laughs> your yoga class uh you know to, to say hello world to the students you know i actually have
0: not been saying namaste in my yoga classes and it's it's kind of a long story uh i'm maybe borderline to coming back right now Um, many of my teachers most of my teachers do close with uh, namaste Um, one of mine my like teacher teacher through whom I'm getting all of my yin teacher training does not and he explained that in my last live training with him and I forget what exactly the, um, the, the exact answer was that he gave but for one the style of yoga that I'm teaching now yin yoga it's actually more of Chinese origins than Indian. <laughs> so namaste doesn't really have as much of a meaning over there, you know, in, 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 as it, as it would maybe, um, I guess, it you know, it just doesn't know if it feels like quite relevant, like, you know, I'm a white guy, <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> American talking to a bunch of other Americans, doing like an Americanized form of yoga that originated in China that, where does the I don't understand where Namaste comes into play. Um, that said, my girlfriend, who is you know she's Indian, she says, "Oh yeah, you can say that in class. That's fine." I was like, "All right, well, I don't know." Um, so no, the quick answer is no. I I generally don't, although I'm in so many classes that it seems almost automatic, and it feels like something is missing when I don't close class with that. So,
1: <laughs> so well, cool, cool. All right, so. Anything else before we move on? Mm,
2: Hashtag Facebook i'm gonna say i'm gonna stay quiet because i my first reaction is uh why are you studying yin yoga and uh is there a yang yoga but there are many
0: uh, types well we've talked about that on the on the podcast before you got to go back and listen to a few episodes yeah see
2: i see I, i'm apparently not enough of uh, I, i'm not listening to enough of your podcasts
0: no no you're behind dude yeah Catch okay up.
2: okay
1: <laughs> i like to I, I like to do what peter teaches uh, because that's what benefits me the most Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> and, and, and Peter gave me a workout for uh, for my for my back and I'm going to do that tonight I couldn't do it last night uh, just time wouldn't let me but I was actually so I was questioning Peter about how I should do because I've got this I had back pain lower back pain and I got past it and then I went and worked out and then I had now I've got really bad sciatic pain so I was kind of giving myself just a 48-hour period of not doing any exercise to see if everything will settle down because I feel a lot better when I exercise like when I do yoga and when I get done and I feel better for like a five-hour period and then after that I hurt worse than i did before (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so i'm like maybe i just need to let it all uh the inflammation go down you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. so but i'm planning on i'm planning on doing your your uh routine tonight i may have i may have to ask you what some of them are called like I know what they are, but I don't know what their proper names are. So you'd be like, do this. I'm like.
0: Oh. Their proper names are. So, so you're referring to the fact that we use different names for poses in yin yoga than in other styles. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so all the poses in yin, you've pretty much, if you've seen or practiced yoga before, um, you've seen or done the poses, we just have different names. And that's essentially, and I, I thought at first, when I first started practicing, I thought it was kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it, to underscore the difference in intent behind the pose, okay. So you're physically you look like you're doing the same thing, but you're doing it with a different intention. Okay. And so what you might know as pigeon pose in most forms of yoga, we call swan just to isolate, you know, it's it's, it's a different intention. And the the main thing is in yin, we focus on the connective tissues, Mm -hmm. whereas most other forms of yoga, and this is like most there, I can think of two, maybe three that are more yin than yin relative to others. Uh, But most other yang styles are more yang styles of yoga are focusing on strength building flexibility and muscles. Mhm. So the intention there is, you know, you're warming up, you're stretching or you're building muscles in most more young fos- forms of yoga. Whereas in yin yoga we focus on the fascia, the tendons, the ligaments, etc. Mhm.
1: And that's ex- that's exactly what appeals to me because because I'm a crossfitter. So I'm doing yep. the strength stuff, I need to do the other stuff correctly mm-hmm. as well because <clears throat> so. But anyway yep. so so we we're talking about data mining there's a web. Yeah. there's a web crawler out there it looks like it grabbed a really nasty version of tim's old website at some point <laughs> really yeah yeah uh, is that isn't that
2: you tim <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to look and see i, I just saw that in there and I'm, I'm just trying to gosh i don't even remember this <laughs>
1: maybe somebody maybe uh maybe an seo guy was trying to build out a concept for you to maybe get your sale and it was a really poorly done job or maybe you're a a high school student but it's your it's your
2: information it's just it's my it's it's my uh it it it, it's my actual logo too yeah my new logo it's not like you know
1: it said 2017 so
2: Oh, another thing, too, I just want to throw this out
0: there that um, uh, according to Skype, it still hasn't found my microphone.
1: <laughs> you? Did you update yours to the new version? Uh, it updated itself to the new version. Yeah, I've been fighting it. I, I have not updated. I'm still on the old version because the new version turns everything pink and blue and you can't find anything anymore. So Yeah, it's looking kind of pinky. Thank you, Microsoft. Skype used to be an awesome program till Microsoft bought it. You know,
0: when I um, wow, you had a WordPress site as your yeah. as your website. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, definitely include that in the show notes.
2: <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's in there, but I'm I'm, try, I'm still trying to figure out what the uh, where the heck this came from. <laughs> I don't know. Go. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've sure. dropped, i dropped. dropped my marketing company, and they sort of like uh, dropped my website in retaliation. So I'm in the process of. Uh, if you go to my actual website, it's like nothing. Yeah. So I, I am. I uh, in the process of working with another marketing company to get it up and running again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you change marketing companies like you change your socks. I've been with, the, I've been with the same marketing company for the last four years or three years. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I've known you, I, I've known you to use, I think two, two or three. I'm just, two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're In, fact, fact, my webs- In fact, my website, I kept my website with this one, who shall name remain nameless, uh, for all the way through the Robin Robbins time. I didn't switch to Robin Robbins websites. Mm-hmm. I, I kept this one. So I remember that. Yeah. Hmm. So so I really, my website's been with this one, for, had been with this one for, I don't know, gosh, a lot, a lot of years. So, mm-hmm. right. but it, it, it actually has a, a, a new WordPress site coming soon because I haven't, <laughs> uh, on my real website, just because I have not forwarded it over to Pronto Marketing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, cool.
1: So- so I wanted to bring up the topic, and we can pr- we'll probably finish out on this is uh, the gigabit internet problem, and and when I say the gigabit internet problem, I mean uh, businesses are. Nashville we've got Google Fiber uh, the competing companies AT&T and Comcast are now also offering uh, gigabit and their fiber solutions will give you full synchronous gigabit but Google's actually offering synchronous gigabit uh, Comcast is not they're offering you gigabit down and like fifty, it's either 50 or 100 up and AT&T uh, they will do full gig up and down <clears throat> so but what my customers think is they think I've got gigabit to my building. So I plug up the firewall. I should have gigabit to every single website out there in the world. <laughs> what? You, you, you don't? <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, <laughs> well, and uh, so I queried, um, I think, Tim. And Kevin, mm-hmm. I was one
2: of them. Yeah.
1: Ke- Kevin and Bill, how you know how they're facing this issue? I actually, didn't include you, Peter, and I don't know why. I was uh, just gonna say I'm feeling left out. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't include you, but you know, because the the problem is they. That's because
2: you would have had the answer, Peter.
1: Yeah, Peter would have had the answer, and it would have it been just instantly done. I wanted it to okay. be belabored. <laughs> But I I appreciate hard work when I'm not doing it. Yeah. But like, so we have this one client and we put them, we put in for them a brand new Cisco Meraki, plenty of horsepower for them. Uh, But they bought gigabit Google Internet and they wanted to be able to see that. They go to Google's speed test site, and they get a full gig, not, yeah. two, not 250 meg, which is the limiter on there for the processing throughput and the quality of service through the firewall. And you know, I said, you don't understand. I said, you can now have five people that get full capacity rather than just one person sucking up your whole bandwidth. We don't care. We don't want that. We want to be able to see <laughs> we get gigabit. I I was
0: going to say, well, what do you call full capacity? I call full capacity
1: gigabit. Yeah, yeah, that's all you get is gigabit. Uh, But they wanted to be able to get a a gigabit to a single person if they requested it. I said, well, I don't – I mean, I don't recommend that. I recommend splitting up the bandwidth because 250 meg download speed is still faster than most people's LAN. I mean – big corporate, they've, they're going to have 100 meg, some of them have, you know, a lot of people have embraced gigabit at this point on the LAN, but you're not going to get much better than 250 meg on a website, but they insisted, and then we had to replace the firewall too. And you can't get a gigabit firewall for less than 10 grand that will actually read packets and process them. You can buy an inexpensive. I mean, I say inexpensive like a nine hundred dollar Sonic wall. Turn off DPI, turn off security, and you can get full gigabit throughput. At that well, point, what you have
0: so you have a gigabit router. I have a have gigabit, gigabit router. router yeah,
1: yeah. Well, for that matter, why don't we just use the Comcast modem? Just plug you guys, plug it straight up to the LAN, and you know, voila. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. No, the, I do. The security guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just turn them all off. I just turn them all off. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Peter Zuckerberg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
0: probably the meanest thing you've ever. That's the meanest. Best well-known
2: brother of Mark Zuckerberg.
1: <laughs> uh, so, so what I did is I queried the guys. I said, you know, what do we do about this this gigabit internet problem? And and since you didn't get you didn't get to weigh in since on I, that, since I didn't get back to you on this, since you didn't get back to me on that, what do you what uh what is your What do you know about this and what would you do to overcome this and, you know, get the fastest speed for your clients at a reasonable price? I mean, because it doesn't make it makes zero sense to put a $10,000 firewall in a even in a 50 person shop you know, well, unless guess, they're a security shop or something.
0: Yeah, well, I guess I'm trying to figure out what's what the what's the problem we're trying to solve? Is it that you're trying to get faster throughput or is it that you're trying to educate your users so that they understand that they are getting faster throughput, that they're just not necessarily seeing gigabit from here to there?
1: Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess the most important thing is getting the, the fastest speed that they can get while maintaining security on a budget. I mean, education, uh, being unable to educate the client, that is really always my fault. If I can't educate the client to teach them the right thing and they're, they're reasonable people and they're a good client, if I can't explain it to them well enough for them to get it, then it's my fault. If they're irrational and will not, understand what i'm saying then they're probably not a good client for me anyway
0: right well just remember before you take it all on yourself you can explain it to them but you can't understand it for them
2: yeah that's true (laughs)
0: But
2: but but those people fall in the second category anyway which category uh, he said there's the there's the ones that he could explain it to that are reasonable that remember it and, the, and that accept it right, and right. then there are those uh, stupid idiots who, uh, who who no matter how you throw it at them they're gonna say I want to see gigabit on speed test net
3: hmm
2: right you now well because I mean in the end um, you know they they either are going to understand it or they're not gonna understand it
0: yeah no, I, I think. I mean, you've got to um, you, you've you've got to explain to them what what it is that they're getting. It's like you get a Ferrari or a Tesla, as the <laughs> case may
3: be,
0: and you know this thing. To, I don't even know what the top speed of my Tesla is, to be honest, <laughs> but it's high, right? But when I'm in downtown Medford, Massachusetts, <laughs> I don't do more than twenty miles an hour. That's not the fault. Of my Tesla, <laughs> yeah. right? There are other obstacles along the way that are going to keep you slower. You know, going to so that that will regulate your speed. So for me, I would just I think this is an education problem. You know, that you've got to strike a balance as to what sort of uh, if you turn on a firewall and you turn on every single option. Yeah, you're 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 spending ten grand for something that's going to be able to, you know pipe uh, a gigabit of throughput
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you've got to decide what you need you know do we need an ips inspecting every outbound packet in in addition to inbound yeah probably not you know can we tweak this can we tweak that there's a lot of tuning that goes into it so um, but you got to start you know figure out first what's the problem you're trying to solve and it sounds like for me it sounds like it's twofold but it's mostly mostly an educational thing
3: mm-hmm.
1: tim
2: uh, I have personally not run into this issue uh, because we don't have gigabit internet as proliferant as you do. Uh, most of our customers are going with 100 megabit fiber right now. Mm-hmm. So I can toss a sonic wall in there and the, at a reasonable price, I have more gigabit, believe it or not, going into people's homes. And what they're doing is complaining about how slow the internet is at the office. <laughs> so uh, so what, what's happening right now is that that's what I'm experiencing. But I really believe that explaining to customers the fact that they can buy gigabit internet, but the cost of doing business is if they want the speed, they have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That what they can do if they want is they can get a slower bandwidth for less money and they can get a firewall that gives them the appropriate speed for their bandwidth, or they can get a higher speed bandwidth and a more expensive firewall. Mm -hmm. But it still boils down to the cost of doing business. Yeah. so they just have to make a decision of which side are they going to go on it's it's not one of these it, 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 when they come back to you and say where are we not getting speed and you can just say okay no problem this is the cost of the firewall that will do it well I don't want to pay that well then what you can do is yeah. you can talk to AT&T Comcast whoever and slow your speed down because you don't want to spend the money on a firewall that will do it so you don't need the speed yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. it's it's all a matter of business
0: requirements. If they're just saying, I want the speed, we're like, okay, why do you want the speed? What do you need for
2: that? You know, what's what's mm-hmm. what's your what's your rationale? Why do you need it? I mean, the other the other option is to talk to them about security. I mean, you can you can pop in uh, SonicWall like a TZ 400, TZ 500. You could turn DPI off, and you can get a gigabit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just have to say, I can turn this portion of security off, but know that this is the resulting other end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that we turn this on for these security reasons yeah. for the yeah. inspection. And this is what data packet inspection does. Mm-hmm. And uh you 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 give them the pros and cons and you let them you you give your guidance because in the end, you're just a well paid consultant. In the end, it's their choice as to how secure their network is. And also, it's your choice as to if you're willing to do business with them, you know, from an MSP standpoint. And the reason that you, the uh, reason I'm saying an MSP standpoint, if they're hourly uh, and they want to not put their network as secure, as long as you're doing backups, you're being paid hourly. But if you're giving them a flat rate saying, we're going to do all of your support for this one price, and then they say, but I want to. Yeah, I want to inject an unsecured connection into the network, that's when you have to take a step back and go, this is the only way that we can maintain this relationship in the same way that we have it now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the thing that I told them was was very similar along those lines of okay here's the choice uh but then what i i also told them i said look you know there's a big price difference right now between a piece of gear that will do gigabit and then the uh I want to say low-end. I don't mean to be insulting, but the non-enterprise firewall uh, that's less intent. I mean, because there is no middle ground. It's either... The Soho option. The Soho option. The, Soho the SMB option. option. Yeah. The SMB option runs up to about $1,000. There is no three thousand dollar firewall that is you know the half the distance to the ten thousand or a, you know a third of the distance to the ten thousand but so what i told my client as i said this is i mean this problem is is across the board i cannot believe that firewall manufacturers are not getting new gear out that in 12 to 18 months we'll be able to buy a firewall that will support full gigabit speed and processing because this gigabit is not just a problem here it's i mean it's everywhere everybody's getting this in and the the firewall manufacturers haven't got it up to date yet to where it'll do the full throughput
2: i think that's on purpose you think so i think it is because they're still getting people that say i want to see the number and they're willing to pay for it yeah well so when when they stop when the, when they start getting kickback of um we're not going to pay for this we're going to go to uh something else to a hardware based or, or, or a software-based firewall like of you know the, like a virtual machine or people people start doing uh people start doing other other options uh, or turning turning dpi off and getting the less expensive ones whatever it may be i just think that you or accept the slower speed Mm -hmm. Uh, that's when you're going to when when they when they think that financially it is in their best interest is when they're going to do it not before Mm
1: -hmm. well uh, uh cisco must have decided it was in their best interest because this week or actually, last week they released the uh, Meraki MX 68 to replace the 64, which now processes at 450 meg rather than 250 meg. So they've they've already doubled the processing speed with that that replacement. So I was like,
2: hey, and it's, and it's not it's not hard for it's not hard for them to do mm-hmm. because I uh, you know the the processors have been the processors are there to do it. Yeah. It's just they're putting the less expensive processors in the in it or they're throttling the processors.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and you said something when you just said if you did a software on a piece of hardware, the smallest desktop, I mean, my desktop here is I don't know, eight cores and 16-gear. My desktop, which is seven years old, would run circles around the hardware that they put in a firewall. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's not, Peter's Apple Watch has more processing power than my Cisco Meraki. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, come on, terrible. guys, you could make this thing a Haas Daddy, but you, you're spending pennies and you don't want to spend nickels.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, for those of us who are north of the Mason Dixon line, can you please explain what a Haas Daddy is? <laughs> <laughs>
2: He just wants to hear it he just wants to hear it uh
1: you, you don't know what a Haas daddy is <laughs> uh i I don't know I'm i mean for a friend you know, uh, for a friend, you know you say Haas, you know that's a uh, kind of like a big what's up Haas? you're the big dude, yeah. and so his daddy. <laughs>
2: I think I think what you're going to do is if if there's enough if there's enough call for it and if companies are not going to do it, you're going to start. And, and I hate saying this because I don't know that I agree with it in my heart. You're going to see enough MSPs going to things like PF Sense, where you where it's an open source, but it'll do gigabit throughput. All you need to do is put it on a virtual machine on a server that they already have or something like that, and you're going to get speed tests that even even with DPI on, uh, as long as you have a decent processor and a little bit of memory, you're going to be getting 800 uh, gigabit throughput. Cool.
0: Yeah, but the the, the catch uh, with something like that, though, what, I mean, what commercial vendors are bringing to the table are services and stuff on top of that. You know, we ran. I used mm-hmm. to run custom IP tables and Dan's Guardian. You know, I ran Linux boxes yeah. with custom firewalls and and web filtering rules,
2: and it was a pain. You know, having well, to manage that.
0: the the content filtering lists and stuff like that.
2: I know so, that, but so. but if you but if you but a, do you think we're going to see a trend of MSPs who say okay you want gigabit you don't want to pay the five thousand dollars this is our only other option I've got but an option. You're gonna,
0: th- those MSPs are gonna have to be spending so much in labor to maintain something that it, I don't think that's gonna I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't try to do that right now. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't want no, to go No, no, I'm just, I'm just,
2: I'm just saying, I think that that's going to be the fallback if six months, a year from now, we don't see places like Cisco and SonicWall, uh, the two, the couple of big ones coming out there and saying, okay, we've now released this and now it's going to cost you $1,200 instead of $5,000. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a reasonable price for the buy-in. I think you're going to start seeing MSPs start offering something alternative.
1: You know what I think that the, the
2: manufacturer has to offer
1: at first. Well, so so this is what the, the unless 20, you're saying
2: that
0: PF Sense is the alternative that they're offering.
2: Well, I'm saying I'm saying that is one of the one of the alternatives that uh, I'm just I'm giving that as an example, gotcha. I'm giving that as a as something that offers gigabit throughput right now that uh, that can be done with uh, like like Adam said, it could be put on his computer and his computer could become his firewall.
3: Mm-hmm
0: yeah again and it all depends on what you're going for if you know if you're just saying hey
2: I want speed sure plug it right up so but, yeah. but most but most people from their firewall all they want is they they want speed they want possibly VPN and they want uh, you know well this the packet inspection and things that a firewall offers I agree that there are additional things that can go there but at least I'm I'm using my customer base, my customer base, and, and we use Sonic. We're a Sonic wall shop, but but they could get this through other means, through software based yeah. firewalls. Sure. You 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 have to the other features. You know you would have to go with a um, a regular vendor that uh, that offers the additional features like Sophos. You know, Mer- the Cisco Meraki, that type of thing. So I'm Mer- sorry, Adam, you're trying you're trying to yeah. bring back in line because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we only have like fifteen minutes left. yeah i'm gonna I'm
1: gonna build an Astaro box just so we can <laughs> for my firewall. but it, but anyway, so so what we're doing at the twenty, uh, it is not it's not completed yet, uh, is another option. and what what they're doing is they're buying the Palo Altos uh, in the Host daddy palo altos the big boys i see where this is going and then they've got them there got them there with a great big fat pipe we send our traffic directly to them with a router Mm-hmm. no no processing really at all i mean it can it, it could allow some port forwards if there was something it needed to get to but for the most part my clients don't host things on theirs in their offices anymore it's all hosted elsewhere get a full gigabit throughput right to the palo alto which processes it like the half a million dollar device that it is pushes it out the pipe comes back down and around and then we offer that to our clients as being members of the 20 with a I mean how I would have I can't say I filter with Palo Alto today, you know. <laughs> I tell everybody I'm doing Cisco Meraki who's the number 2, you know. <laughs>
0: All right. So you're VPNing the traffic into your Palo Altos?
1: Straight? Mm. I'd VPN it. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's still theoretically right now. It's not in place. I mean, yeah, I mean, the VPN would be uh, pure traffic all the way there, but then you've got the overhead.
0: Right, but you also have security.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. otherwise you're sending potentially unencrypted traffic out between your client and your
1: your knock. Yeah, so it would have to be in a tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, but
2: if, once you have the overhead of the tunnel, uh, is it going to slow you down again?
1: Well, it'd have to slow it down some, but it wouldn't slow us all the way down to to nada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so but it's still in uh it's in process and it's it's gonna happen it just hasn't happened yet so but that'd be a that i think that'd be a cool solution to overcome the firewall because then that way you can kind of we can put in something minimum p- because we're getting the best filtering out of the best system cool almost cool. as almost as big as peter's shop <laughs> I thought you were going to say almost
0: as big as my ego.
2: <laughs> no, not that big. <laughs> yeah. So, I've got a couple
0: of updates. Mm-hmm. A couple of updates. Um, so, I have my Apple Watch Series 4. Yep. And I have now just started to take some serious advantage of the difference between it and the Series 2. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, well, the bigger screen, I mean, that's just implicit. You know, it's got a bigger screen. Okay, that doesn't really change much. It's got rate. newer hardware, and it's faster and more stable and uh-huh. stuff, so that's great. Um, I used the app, the built-in Apple Podcasts app yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, which I had never used, but I was looking for a way to listen to podcasts just from the watch. Mm-hmm. And after looking at the three podcast clients that I'm looking at, which are recommended and or either used by me or used by friends, Castro, Pocket Casts, and Overcast, um, I remembered, wait, what about the Apple Podcast app? That's what I use. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't generally because the others have a lot of features that I like. I won't go into that. But by default, the Apple Podcast app will subscribe. It will download just the latest episode of something. And so I wanted to go out. I was listening to a security podcast. I did not want to carry my phone with me. I opened up the Apple Podcast app. Actually, I reinstalled the Apple Podcast app. It happened to be that the last time I played with it, the one podcast that I wanted to listen to happened to be the one podcast that I had subscribed to in the Apple Podcast app. (laughs) So I opened it up. And it started downloading. I was like, okay, great. I searched around on my watch. I found the podcast app on my watch. I opened it up and lo and behold, it had downloaded the same episode. I was able to play. I was able to pair my Bluetooth headset directly to my watch. And I went out for a 5K run, listening to the podcast, not having to carry
1: my phone. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. It Um, was pretty darn cool. Because I don't like... I don't like carrying my phone if I want to get GPS tracking. Yep. Yeah. So
0: I had GPS tracking with the Series 2. What I didn't have was data. Now, theoretically, I could have put the podcast on the Series 2. But I was able to just like leave. Yeah. And also I could theoretically download it over LTE mm-hmm. and you know, get something else. Cause I'm, oh, I'm going on a 10K run today and oh I just listened to the end of that podcast. So I need something else. <laughs> so um, I was pretty happy with that. That was it was a very pleasurable use case. Cool. It worked. It worked as as I would hoped. So Apple,
1: you did something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then I, I have one one nifty for the day. We haven't had a nifty in a long time, but we kind of nifty all kinds of things. But it is an Amazon nifty. Uh, the Kindle Oasis has been released, and I sent that mm-hmm. to you yesterday. Comes uh, with a girl in a boat, huh? Comes with a girl in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but it Full is... Full disclaimer,
0: it does not really come with a girl or a
3: boat. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> It uh, it is waterproof, which I didn't really care about the waterproof, but I, you know, now that it's there, it's like well, because I take mine to the pool to read, but I take it in a Ziploc bag so I don't accidentally get it wet. So mm-hmm. that's nice to have that. Uh, it's got the uh, paper white background, and it's mm-hmm. got one more inch of paper white. It may be more, mm-hmm. but it's it's a little bit bigger. Uh, it does have it looks like on the side well it's got a thicker handle hold spot on the side where you could hold it and it looks like you obviously could switch it for left or righty wherever you hold and um and it will do audible right with it so like my paperwhite doesn't do uh it doesn't do audible it, i mean it it could do the the read to text but that's lousy um you know it, but this one will do the full sync with audible. And supposedly I read that the Oasis will read it to you, but it mm-hmm. won't be like it. It reads verbatim page right. 16. Yeah. Chapter yeah. one. Like then, like
0: any, a Alexa device would do. Ah, she still heard me yeah. cancel. <laughs> yeah, all of all of the the Echo devices and stuff will will read to you. You know, a Kindle book. If you say a word, read me, name of book, she'll read it. Mm-hmm. You get the same same stuff. Or like having Siri, you know, dictation on your phone.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> so that I mean that is kind of cool. But I like the Audible and the Whisper Sync. But I do like the idea of being able to listen. To, and it will sync with Audible, so you can now have the Audible stuff. On your, on your Kindle as well as the book stuff because like right now if I want if I'm going somewhere I've got my phone and my Kindle if I want to read uh, most of the time I just have my phone and my Kindle app if I'm reading a book like that but do it was you do use
2: Whisper? Do you use Whisper Sync between the two? Yes. Uh, so, or do you do? Or do you do two books? Like I do two books at a time. Uh, I'm listening to one. I'm reading another because I'm too. Uh, I'm too cheap to buy the Whisper Sync for between the two. So, I will do that.
1: But most of the time, I'm reading the books with WhisperSync Sync using my Kindle Unlimited account. So I will search for... I'll go to the Kindle Unlimited, and I'll go for books with audio. And there are so many books out there that include audio already that are already in the Kindle Unlimited, Mm -hmm. and I'm able to listen to those with with WhisperSync. Sometimes they have a deal. Uh, You can get... You you find the book in Kindle Unlimited, you decide, this is a book I absolutely want to read, whether I can listen to it on Audible or not, and Mm -hmm. you download it, and... they often have, you know, for like a dollar you can add the Audible Whisper Sync to it, mm-hmm. and you just do it as an add on. Uh, not, it's not one hundred percent of the time, and the and the rate varies depending on what the author wants to get paid for for the combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if I'm just really, really serious about it, I've got I've got Audible credits too, and I could just pull, use one of my Audible credits. So, so I've got options there, but yeah, I I like the WhisperSync a lot and I get a lot of WhisperSync books out of Kindle Unlimited and I read a lot of books that I would never read because they're available with WhisperSync and I'm like, well, heck, I'll check that out Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I can flat out go through a book in a couple, three days. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm reading it at night before I go to bed and I get in my truck and as I'm driving, I continue on and, you know, different times of travel. You know, you can't go anywhere in Nashville less than an hour. I mean, so I just have a lot of time to listen to the books as well as read them. So, yeah. The, the only bummer about that Oasis is it's $249, which is a big bump from the the Kindle White. I th- I think I paid 130 uh, to include the cellular because I want the cellular mm-hmm. in it. I want to be able to download a book anywhere I am. And it oh, doesn't. I
0: thought, I, th- I thought you said the sailor.
1: I was just like, oh, so that girl, she comes with the boat. So, oh yeah, I guess she is a sailor. I thought, yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess she is a sailor. No, the, the cellular, I was talking fast. Cellular. Yeah. You got to have yeah. the cellular in it because like when I go to Mexico, it'll still work. And, you know if i'm out at poolside and i get i get a hankering to uh read a book that i don't have
0: <laughs> yeah see for me it doesn't i don't need that as much i just um for my kindle i'm i'm good without cellular i just i i, I load up a couple of books on there and i'm good for a while
3: mm-hmm.
0: but but for my apple watch having cellular is amazing Mm-hmm. It's really nice knowing that if, you know, some emergency happens, you know, I can make a call or I can receive a call or I can respond to Slack or text messages or whatnot. It's pretty handy. Mm -hmm. Sort of defeats the purpose of being totally disconnected. But if I choose not to do that, (laughs) that's just a swipe and a tap away. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, you know, as as the immortal car talk guys, you've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to (laughs) 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 (laughs)
3: Perfectly <laughs> 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 <Really> good hour.
1: <laughs> yep, they're they're right down the well, their studio is right down the street from you at Harvard Square, isn't it? Well it used to be well, that, used to not be. anymore. Yeah. Well Harvard Square's still there.
0: Yeah, Harvest Square is still there. In fact, that's where I teach <laughs> yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and on top of that too, I'll be teaching again this Friday. So I'm I'm subbing again for another teacher. So I'm actually been I've been been teaching 2 to 3 times a week lately. It's nice. kind of cool. Nice. Did you know that, Tim? I didn't, I don't know if you followed my Facebook updates when I was still updating Facebook. Well,
2: everything's deleted, so I couldn't get, I I wasn't able to. Yeah, sorry. things, Things kept being deleted. And, you know, Twitter, so many things go by when you're subscribed to so many people that you never catch it exactly exactly flies by twitter flies by Uh, there you go there you go so no i i I knew that you were teaching i I saw something about that so i was thinking of flying up there just for a class
0: sweet good well Adam, you're you're wait, you're flying up in
1: two weeks, aren't you? Uh, we're actually not. Ah! Uh, oh! I, I wanted. I mean, I wanted to. Elizabeth wanted to come up and visit Boston in the fall, but schedule wise, we just couldn't. We couldn't make it happen. With you're
0: uh, not flying up especially for one of my yoga classes
1: well (laughs) the only thing that's preventing me from doing it is uh, business and uh, one of my one of my dudes is out on uh, medical leave and we wrote it down because he's had this particular thing happen before and he was out for like a week and a half so I put it down for two weeks to be generous you know and it turns out it's going to be a six to ten week uh time out on medical leave and in wow. my intern he's going back to mexico so i i could leave the company to one person but i don't think that'd be a really wise decision sure yeah that's sounds <laughs> <not> great yeah <laughs> so i've been working to get everything covered uh i'll still be around but i'm not going to be able to to leave leave the state for a few weeks during business hours or a few days not a few weeks i can't leave for a few weeks (laughs) nowhere
2: not yet (laughs) not yet (laughs) all right well
1: tim it's great to have you on the show again
2: you didn't even bring up bees so so i'm you know well, what can I say?
1: I thought
0: that we
2: we beat the bees to death last time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't think there were any more bees left. I, I can we, see we, the, we, have, we, have, we have a couple in both hives, but that's about it. Yeah,
1: I can see the beehives behind Tim right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and you?
2: You're on the other side. Of the, they're on the other side, I see a window behind Tim. That's a, there there is a window.
1: Tim did promise uh, some honey for us to make into mead.
2: Yeah. Exactly. what happened to that? I don't know. When you when you come and get it, I'll I'd be more than happy. <laughs> oh, so it's my fault. <laughs> yes, yes it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm, glad, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, We're if cool. you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can find us at blurringthelinespodcast.com. Although if you're um, somewhat intrepid, you might search us out and find us in other locations as well as our listener did last time.
1: Yeah, and there there is a contact form on BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com that sends an email to both of us. Apparently,
0: he liked mine better.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) understandably. Yeah.
0: I mean, geez, I've got a really nice contact. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't compared the two side by side, but I guess mine's better. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can find uh, Adam. You're on Twitter as Uh, Sublime Comp. Just as your business. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Adam's there at Sublime Comp. You can find me at Nicolaitis if you can spell it. Tim, how can people find you?
2: They can find me on Facebook. I knew they could find me on Facebook. (laughs) Is it
0: Timothy Richter? Uh, Is it R-Core Technologies I think Mm R-Cortec.
2: That's R-C-O-R-T-E-C-H. But uh, just one word: R-Cortec
0: yeah oh, okay i thought it was two words i mean on your wordpress site well
2: it is it is a- <laughs> <you so> <laughs> yeah because yeah. that, w- that no, was that no, was the reason i'm saying i'm saying on on twitter and stuff it's it's our core tech uh, i think i'm you know, following you on twitter uh, twitter.com slash r core tech
0: i don't think <laughs> i knew that i'm gonna i'm gonna update that i'm gonna
2: follow you there you <laughs> cool. go there you all go all right because oh, i was yeah, I, 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 I have uh, I, I have 15 followers you, you'll be my 16th follower
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm logging in to follow you right now perfect all right well thank you again and yeah if you have any feedback any uh complaints if you have any complaints just email them to adam at blurring <laughs> i don't think that's i don't think that's even a valid email address no, so. yeah <laughs> um no i'm not following you okay now you've got another follower
2: there you go. Let me update. Let me let me refresh. Sixteen yeah. followers. Six
3: followers. Yes.
1: <laughs> well into the double digits now.
3: There you yeah. go. There you go. Wow!
1: I have sixty followers. You do. Yeah, I'm following seventy one. Hmm, that's a good wow. ratio. <laughs> I've, I've got one hundred and sixty one <laughs> tweets. Wow. I am following you. Hey, I've, I've
0: got,
2: got I've 600. got twelve hundred tweets. Yeah. <laughs>
1: nice
0: yeah i've got i've got uh oh let's see i haven't done a twitter update in a long time on a podcast and harlem mm-hmm. and i used to do that on the fresh ubuntu podcast all the time um i have nine thousand two hundred and fifty tweets i was gonna say you have multiple thousands 684 followers at the moment so wow there you go. and my latest tweet was a very interesting uh, article on bloomberg about how china used a tiny chip to a hack uh some of our biggest companies it's pretty impressive so check out that article cool cool then all right well thank you again gentlemen have you Hey, dear listener good evening good afternoon or good uh morning
1: to you <laughs> <laughs> and tim we, we we you know what time it is hit the, the
2: big, big red button yes there
0: you, you got go it! there you, you got go it! Yay! I only took how many episodes?
2: Hey, last time I hit the red button. So, Don't think, do think it's the time for one of you guys? I mean, the first time I hit the red button and, and, and my electricity in my house went off. I mean, it was, it was that big of a red button. But, uh, you know, I, I think, think that, that, that...
0: I think that was huh? the wrong big red button. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the,
0: wrong, the wrong button. <laughs> yeah,
3: there you
0: go. There you go. <sighs> All right. Thank you, gentlemen.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You have a good day.